Hello there, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to another episode of CookieCast. Today on CookieCast, you certainly can't see the forest today, because he's not here. It's, you can't see the forest for the seas, without the forest. Mr. Panas is off, doing something. Who knows what? I hate to think, honestly, I do. Me and Mr. Williams try and steer this ship through the choppy waters of the football world. Predict some games and uh, just generally get amongst it. So uh, let's see how we did, shall we? And by seeing how we did, you go to YouTube and you watch the video. And while you're there, you click the subscribe button and everybody cheers. Cool. So here we go. This is Cookie Cast. You can't see the forest for the teas. Oh, well, this is cosy. James Wadden... Ah. Eagle-eyed, eagle-eyed. For those watching on YouTube, you may notice a huge gaping hole where a James Panas-sized James Panas would usually be, I suppose is the best way to say it, but... Absolutely. Sadly, we're, we're, we're flying... Not solo, because obviously there's, there's more than one of us, but... Sans Panas. Yeah, we'll go with that. We're, we're, we're Sans Panas. So, welcome along to another instalment of You Can't See the Forest for the Tees. Well, you can't see, can't the, see the forest. This week, you definitely can't see the forest. Can't see the forest. Um, I think, I think uh, when I missed a week, didn't Panas try and do that joke? He was like, well, you definitely can't see the Tees this time. And then obviously they went and shat the bed and I'm pretty sure had a terrible season. So, is it a harbinger of things to come? <laughs> well. Let's, let's just put it that way. I, I, not I, for me to say. I don't want to jump the gun, but I do feel that, uh, of, uh, that he should be here uh, to answer for <laughs> any... any performance-related issues that uh, that the Nottingham Forest might be experiencing. As a spokesperson for the club, I do feel he should be here to answer. You would have thought, you would have thought if he was, if he had anything about it, he'd be, uh, you know, be there front and centre, offering an explanation as to why his team has been absolutely a dog shit. Yeah. But, um, obviously, that's that's spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. We're getting uh, we're getting ahead of ourselves, Andy. We're getting ahead of ourselves. So, I suppose we usually open up with uh, this week in football. Uh, James is James is normally the better one for this because he's he's normally like he's on it with the insta insta twat stuff, and I'm not so much on with that. But this Middlesbrough made a signing. I mean, Ooh. if you can. I'm waiting to see what he gets on what he has on the back of his on the back of his shirt. So we've signed Chuba Akpom or Chuba, as he will be referred to in this house. Uh, so he's a striker. They brought him from uh, his Pauk, P.O.K. Salonica in Greece. I think he was uh, he's the reigning Greek Super Cup MVP. 
didn't even realise we gave those out in football, personally. But no, but anyway. So I think he scored 14 goals I want, yes, I wanted to ask about that because that's something that I don't, I don't think I don't know if I said at the time. I might have vaguely mentioned it, but I I thought it was strange. I thought it was a strange time when, on one hand, we're being told that we're staring down the barrel of another lockdown, to then being told we're going to start letting fans into into the grounds. Obviously, it's all socially distanced and it, it fits the criterias for things like that, but it just seems strange to me. So I was quite interested to hear how that actually went. I think there's been like positives that came out of it. I think we were happy that no one's... Like, I, well, I've not seen anything personally, but I've not seen that anyone's tested positive for the, for the virus after going... Other than anyone who had the virus before, and so, such as Paul, uh, Neil Warnock himself had, has, has actually got it. Uh, but he is currently convalescing back in Cornwall at his home. So, I mean, that's another commute, that, isn't it? 
Cornwall to the Borough. Jesus. Um, so apparently he's gone back to Cornwall to get better. So fingers crossed he'll be right as rain sooner rather than later. So he can go back and uh, give the team the kick up the arse it no doubt needs. Um, the, the, the sound that produced, it said there was only a thousand fans in, so it was missing almost 34,000 people. Created a fair bit of racket, like on the so when the when the goal went in, there was a, a fair bit of noise. Again, spoiler alert, moving forward to the result. But when the goal went in, there seemed to be a fair decent amount of cheering and whooping. So um, obviously, with the with the new measures that Boris has come out with in the last couple of days, they're they're having to scale back the trials. So. That's that done now. They've had to test events. So I think it was Middlesbrough, Norwich, and I, I still can't remember the other, the other championship team that had to trial it. But I'm assuming there was nothing that came out that was negative about the uh, the trial. So had had the thing had the circumstances not changed with the lockdown measures, then I think they'd probably continue to do it and maybe maybe even increase it by. Mm-hmm. 500 people, a 1,000 people at a time until they get to a point where they're fairly confident that they can give it half capacity, whatever, however they want to do it. But obviously that's been put on hold now um, until further notice. So I don't know if we're at the point now where they're just going to say, sack it off and just basically say there's only, what, two and a half, well, three months left of the year do we just basically go into like another semi-lockdown until the end of the year? See if we can maintain, like, like, not maintain, that was the word I'm looking for. Contain the virus outbreak and the spread mm-hmm. again. So we don't get like a second spike. And then just start everything again from the new year. But I think I think pretty much the, the take on most things now is I think we're just going to write off the rest of 2020 and just look to where we can start again in the new year. And that, I mean, I mean, we're in September. I know we're heading to the back end, but this is September. We've still got a chunk of the year left. Um, But I think, I think at this point it is looking like a, what do we do in February? Let's say. Yeah, well, we're about to, we're, what, a week away from quarter four of the, of the, of the year, so. Mm. As with everything. Well, it's, it's the same with everything. It'll, they'll, they'll put the lot of damages in again until the bloody money runs out, won't it? So, yeah. money dictates everything. As soon as the money runs out, things will change. Um, and everyone will be expected to start going back to industry and stuff like that. But, mm. Let's get back to some football chatter. Indeed. Is there anything um, else yeah. pressing from nothing, last week? Nothing that's on the, on, the, on the tip of my tongue, no. Then I shall get my book. Um, I have in my book two games from last week. Those two games kicked off with Nottingham Forest versus Cardiff City. Um. Oh, looking ahead, 
if you thought last week's scores were interesting, this week's scores, hoo-wee. So, uh, this is why I was saying that I felt that Mr. Panas should have been here. I've already done the scores, I've already looked at uh, the scores. Uh, who scored? More, some might say more importantly, who scored? Um, so, Nottingham Forest, Cardiff City. Nil two. Nil two. Yeah. What is actually going on with Nottingham Forest this season? Who knows? I, I, I know. It's baffling to me. They say that when, when teams get relegated, they say that the, you can normally have the hangover of losing is a hard habit to get out of. Because obviously you're really low on confidence. The team, I mean, the, Norwich, for example, if you take them as a as a bird example, so I think they lost the last ten or so games in the Premier League before getting relegated. So they've come off the back of normally you've got May to August to get out of that habit of losing. You've normally got the full pre season to get into the, the new routine of things. You bring in new players. You train a different way, you learn a different you know, you a style or whatever, and you're able to get over it. But obviously, with the end of the season and the start of the new season coming so close together, there's maybe that thought that they're still in last season's mode in their head, and it's translated over to the new season, and they're not really performing to the level that they should be. So obviously, for Forest, they've had three games now, haven't scored... In all fairness, in the games, in the bits that I've seen, haven't really looked like scoring, to be fair. They've been very off the pace. Um, obviously, this is where he normally chime in with, oh, they've just been unlucky and stuff like that. But I think even even in his most optimistic, hardened Forest supporting eyes, he'd have to say they've been way off the pace in the first three weeks of the season. So... You'd imagine that something will have to change shortly, whether that's sacking the manager, hopefully not, because he was he, he had, for, for what, three quarters, seven, eight to the season last season, he hadn't played really well. They were arguably one result away from getting in the playoffs. I mean, they'd have been absolutely shanked in the playoffs anyway. So, um... I don't know, you'd imagine that all, all this potentially going to take is one win yeah. and then that could spark them back into life. Yeah. Obviously, we'll come on to their game this weekend, which I think is a winnable game, but we'll cover that in a, in a couple of minutes. But yeah, game against the game against Cardiff at the weekend, they were, they were second best all throughout. I mean, they went, they went 1-0 down after three minutes. Uh, and after that, from what we saw, they were never they were never in the game. Like, they, they didn't really create an awful lot of chances. They never, they didn't have I think off the top of my head, I can remember one chance that Graben had where he was pretty much the ball came across and he was he was right in front of the goal and he blazed it straight over the bar. That was the only massive chance that I can think of off the top of my head that they had in the entire game. So something needs to change quick. Let's put it that way. 
far as scores for that game are concerned, um, I mean, you know, we 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 sort of we sort of joke about um, James and his and his three nils to say that he would be very optimistic about this game. He wasn't. It was very much he predicted a one niler. Um, obviously, that wasn't the case. Um, I followed him down that dark path but I did say for the last time so obviously that will gauge for this week um, Mr. Williams you correctly said Cardiff City would win uh, didn't give it enough legs though you only went for 1-0 so just the one point um, both, according to what I saw uh, 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 from the BBC, both goals were scored by the person that you predicted to score the one goal you predicted, and uh, and that delivers you two wholesome points. Me and James, we don't like points. Where points are not for us, we're above points. As we'll see shortly. Um, then we take a little trip uh, all the way over to uh, to the borough. That's in time. Mm. The borough were taking on AFC Bournemouth. Um, I apparently was the only person that had faith in the borough. Did once again say would be for the last time. Now I feel this is one of those situations where a win or a loss is a very clear cut situation to be in. A draw is not. Uh, one one is what I'm seeing on my book here. One one indeed. How was uh, how oh, was? Right, it sounds it. So we. Um... I was spending a little bit of time in the uh, in in the presence of Mr. Anas on Saturday. So we'd gone into town to watch the Forest game. Uh, Indeed, we had a few adult beverages, if you will. Uh, so we watched the game, and then we went back to his abode to uh, Touch have a few more uh, oh, sorry. a few more beers, a little bit of a party if you will um, and uh, on the way back we partook of the radio coverage of the Borough game and by the sound of it for the bits that we, we heard it was basically after about, well, about 20 minutes into the first half through to our time um, so by the sounds of what they were saying on the radio the Bournemouth scored first um, arguably against the run away um, and Borough were a bit unlucky, really, to go in 1-0 down. They had, a, they had a couple of chances, but weren't able to capitalise on it. Uh, and then the second half uh, made the change of putting Marcus Brown on uh, in place of Ashley Fletcher when he went down injured. Uh, and that seemed to reap the benefits of that, because uh, he was the one who scored the equaliser. So, yeah, it sounded like they uh, potentially could have won the game. They also could have lost it as uh, there was a chance that uh, a guy called David Brooks, who I believe Paris might have picked as a goal scorer. Uh, 
Well, he had a, he had a chance that was uh, just creeping in the top corner until uh, Bettinelli managed to get across and literally just claw it out of the top corner with his literally fingertips out of the top corner. So it was a great save. Absolutely wonderful save to, uh, to keep it at one. Yes, one, one. One one indeed. Um, like I say, everybody was uh, was going for wins on this one. I was the only one that backed the borough. You and James both went for the same uh, with a Bournemouth win. As it was one one, so no points for scores. However, who scored that? Uh, who scored that Bournemouth goal? Well, this is up for debate. Because apparently on the radio they were absolutely convinced that it was a borough own goal. However, at this podcast we use Sky as our official source of facts and figures for the games. So Sky Sports reported the goal for Bournemouth down as a Dominic Solanke goal. Remind me who you uh, who you said was going to score for Bournemouth again. Well, I think he's an absolutely terrible striker, so obviously it follows the rule of he will definitely score, and he did. So, apparently, um, to uh, to round out your two points from the previous game, another point from that game, giving you three points for the week. Uh, me and James, uh, yeah. No, no, no points at all. So, so what you're saying is, for, for the past two weeks, you've both been uh, chowing down on a couple of bagels. Mm. Mm. Bagels uh, for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Yeah, six bagels between us for uh, for the the two games and the total score. <laughs> Well, that's in our rear view mirror, looking ahead down the road that is the football road. We look ahead to Huddersfield taking on the once mighty Nottingham Forest. Um, I believe Mr. Panas has shared his predictions for both of he these games. Has. Um, I so, believe he will have picked Nottingham Forest 3-0. So, you can always tell how uh, tempered he is with his predictions, his expectations, his thoughts, his feelings, if you will. He has got... I mean, normally he would go last as his team. He normally would go last. He's not here. Fuck him. We'll put him in first, get his out of the way, and then me and you can give ours on. So, Mr. Panas has picked Huddersfield Town nil. Nottingham Forest nil. Nottingham Forest one. And I'll give you half a guess as to who he's put on as his goal scorer. Lewis Grabham. Correct. I agree with what you were saying earlier. I I do fully believe that Nottingham Forest just need to get a win. They just need to put ball in net more times than other team. Uh, 
Um, I don't think that will be this week. Um, I don't think Huddersfield will be doing the job either. So it's uh, it's nil nil from me. Interesting. And uh, we'll assess the situation for next week because if it carries on like this, next week it'll be whoever Forrester play in five nil. <laughs> Mr. Williams, I love it. Um, I share in. James Harness's optimism. I feel that Forest just need a they just need a win just to get them going, just need a, just need a goal, just to get them kick started. Huddersfield very poor. Very poor. Um I however am gonna go for them to get two goals. So I'll go for two nil to Forest. Wow. And I'll go for Grabben and Taylor to get the goals. It'd be interesting to see how many games Grabben's gone without scoring for Forest, because this could be like his longest drought ever. Bit of like he hasn't scored for four or five years. So, also. We do like to talk about Middlesbrough football. Middlesbrough take on QPR this week. Of course. So, this is a former Colin Wanker team. Mmm. My brother, a little so bit, bit fire in the belly. You'd imagine that the game's probably going to come a little bit too quickly for him to be back on it back in the dugout mm. be surprised if he's uh, if, if he's if he's there so doesn't really have that edge to it because of the because of that um, I'll go with a, a, another 1-1 one, one. I'll go first on this one even though it is my team 1-1 one, one. okay yes please goal scorers now for QPR, I will go for. I'm really sorry to do this to you, Andy, but can I have Osai Samuel, please? For the borough. It has. Do you have James Panis's score prediction, please? James Palace's prediction. He has obviously gone fully the opposite way 
and has decided that Borough are the new Forest, and he's gone for Borough to lose the game 1 0. Okay. And who is he thinking is going to score that one mighty goal? Am I am I am I slow? Am I not there? No. He has gone for Dykes. Okay. <laughs> yeah, you, you sort of. I think it's. I think it's just about catching back up with itself. I was going to make a joke and then realised uh, the level of inappropriateness for that joke, so I didn't. Um, moving swiftly on. So, do you remember how last week I gave both the Forest and the Borough their their final chances? It was it was now or never. But as I said, I don't believe a draw. <laughs> Yeah. A draw really, really finishes it up. Um, so, for what might be the last time, I am going nil, one, and absolutely is going to be Chubba. Let's face it, he's coming out. He's he's going to make an impression, big impression, Dave. Like Game so, one, day one, smashes it. Let's get some. Let's get some cash. Let's discuss. Discuss some cold hard cash. Some cold hard Matty cash. Go. Unfortunately, there will be any Matty cash talk no. this season, as he's no longer there. No. So, Andrew, mm. you have Huddersfield Forest nil nil is seven to one. Middlesbrough one nil QPR is also seven to one. Interesting. Therefore, you have a double of sixty three to one. I like that. That feels like a good number to me. Then we have myself with a two nil. Nottingham Forest win at ten to one. A one-one Middlesbrough QPR draw at five to one, giving me a double of sixty-five to one. That's also a good number. I, I, I think we'd be happy. And then finally, we have the one-nil double of Forest one-nil, QPR one-nil, six to one. Seven to one, respectively, giving James Pass a double of fifty-five to one. All of those are respectable numbers. I would take all of those. Obviously, winning for the week would be nice as well. So, uh, money. This is going to be another one of those, like like the other week when it was like, what was it four or three or something. Um, I believe, unless I am very much mistaken, that is all the games uh, between now and the next time we meet. 
Um, do so we suspect is, James Panos to return, or is the shame too great? I, I, I fully expect him to come, happy in hand, to next next week, tail between legs next week, full of excuses, full of apologies. He's let the viewing public down. He's let the he's let the audio listeners down. He, he, I, I can I can only assume he's going to come back with virtual cake. Let's put it that way. He's going to come back with virtual gifts for the for the for the audience I love to uh, make up for his uh, shocking, shocking absence. Particularly poor. Um, any other business from you, sir? I take it it's gone slow again. It's gone slow again, hasn't it? He's waiting. Look at him. Patiently waiting. He's gone again. Yeah, I've gone again. He's gone again. <laughs> He's gone again. And he's back. There we go. You've, uh, you've, yeah, uh, the, the, the feed's all over the place, ladies and Any other business? Uh, I, I think it's uh, my, my internet has, uh, has finally just given up and goes. It's because I've been used too much. Too many podcasts in a short space of time. It's like, no, no, you need to, you need to dial it back. <laughs> Any other business? Uh, nothing for me. I think uh, short, short week. Punchy, real punchy. That's what Boom. we like. Bite-sized chunks of football news. Little nibbles, little uh, little mini parmos of football knowledge. Mm. Divine, delicious. Well, if that's it, then that's it. What can I say? Uh, everybody at home, send us your predictions. Let us know how much you're going to win on this week's double-double. And, uh, yeah, if you, uh, if you send your predictions and you manage to score the highest score of the week, we will send a lovely gift your way. A prize, some might say. It may or may not be. A signed photograph of Paul Williams. And that photograph may or may not feature clothes. We can't say. Find out by winning the uh, the week's predictions. God, can you imagine if I've, if I've got that Chubba shirt by then? Oh. Just draped. Oh, what a surprise for people. God. Draped. Not even wearing it. Just Caesar style. Nice. Right, thank you very much, sir. Thank you for joining me. Thank you for taking the time. And uh, same back time, same back channel. I'll see you next uh, next time. Au revoir, folk. Bye bye. Bye bye. So there you go. What do you think of that? I thought we did all right without Mister Panas. I thought we did okay. Me and Mister Williams can do it. I'm sure we can uh, maybe do it again. You know, if the if the situation arose, we could we could give it another crack. I reckon. Yeah. YouTube watchers, do subscribe. Click for notifications. Leave us a comment. How about that? That's a new one, isn't it? Do the comment thing. Everybody, jump over to thecookiecast.com. Check us out over there. Send us some form of love. Could be social media love. We have the social media, you know. So that's it for this one. Until next time, gonna say bye and I'll see you then. Bye.